Ciao ragazzi, benvenuti a tutti sul podcast Quick Link. Hello and welcome to Quick Link Podcast Show 144. It's the afternoon of Monday, the 24th of May. Three races to focus on today, with weather absolutely abysmal across southern France and northern Italy. But Belgium escaping it so far. I'm recording this bit with around 50k to go at Ronde van Limburg. Let's start with the Giro d'Italia. Stage 16 of the Giro, shortened from 212 to 155 kilometers, with Passo Fadea and Passo Pordoi taken out of the route, truly pissing it down in the Dolomites. Thomas de Ghent not starting this morning, leaving Lotto Sudel with just two riders, Stefano Aldani and Harm van Hook, among the 153 riders taken to the start line in Sassile. GC led by Egan Bernal, 133 over Simon Yates, Damiano Caruso at 151, Alexander Vlasov at 157, and Hugh Carthy at 2.11. They're the only riders within three minutes. That was the situation at the start of the day for the supposed queen stage of the race. Truncated, but still the Cat 1 La Crosetta climb beginning 13 kilometres in, and then the Hawkaterie Passo Giao with its peak coming 18k from the finish. Broadcast plane and helicopters unable to take off, so coverage was severely limited, using 4G signals from motos where they could, and the occasional static camera to bring us whatever RAI could drum up. Cycling Twitter, now obviously full of race directors, weathermen and professional pilots. Lewis Verveik of Alps and Fenix was the first rider to give it some beans. He went out ahead of the first climb. A large chase group joined him and eventually you had 22 riders crossing the summit together. Dan Martin was the best place of those on GC at 7 minutes 50. Geoffrey Bouchard first over the top to add 40 points to his lead atop the KOM standings. Two riders collided in the bunch, and that put Sebastian Reichenbach of FDJ out the race. It didn't look too serious, but he was caught up in the tangle at the start of yesterday's stage, so probably feeling it. The break holding the lead throughout the sprint Primin Agordo, Gorka Izagira taking that ahead of Vincenzo Nibali, and Emmanuel Gebrigzabia, the latter of whom took the day's bonus seconds Prim in Caprile. Climbing into the Dolomites, still not on the official Paso Giao climb yet, but heading up to it, Remco Evnopol spat out the back. He would eventually come home 24 minutes down and reportedly considering heading home tomorrow. A good crack at it from the 21-year-old in his first ever race over a week long, straight after a nine-month injury layoff. So the boy's got nothing to prove and fair fucks to him. Anyway, gap four minutes to the break at this point, and a group of GC riders were assembling themselves up the slope of Paso Bjau, picking off those sliding backwards from the lead group. With 25k to go, Carthy and Carr from EF, Bernal and Martinez from Ineos, as well as Caruso, Ciccone, Yates and Bardet, the chase group. 90 seconds behind whatever was left of the break, scrambling up the climb. Unsure who was in between, but there was a lead quartet of Formolo from Pedrero, Almeida and Nibali. They were slightly strung out, two or three seconds in between each of them on the slopes. From 20 kilometres on, it all became a bit more of a mystery, but Carthy had burned through Carr and Martinez had slid out after doing his turn for Bernal, who was setting off in hot pursuit of the riders up the road. Apparently he made contact ahead of the descent, with Caruso second behind him at 30 seconds, Bardet a few lengths behind, and then a group containing Vlasov and presumably the other GC favourites were a minute down. Breath was now held in the finished town for several minutes as the motor cavalcade crossed the finish line ahead of the race, with moving pictures proving impossible to provide, and then a wait for which rider would come into the town first, and more importantly, with whom else. And the answer came from the static camera of 400 metres to go, it was Egan Bernal, solo, unzipping and removing his rain jacket to show off the Malia Rosa, arms aloft, crossing the line on his own after 4 hours, 22 minutes and 41 seconds.
Bardet and Caruso together into Cortino d'Ampezzo, the finishing town. Happy to take second and third in that order, 27 seconds back. And then Almeida, Carthy and Giacconi as a trio at 1 minute 18. Giacconi sprinting to force a time split between the three of them. Vlasov next home in seventh place at 2 minutes 11. And then Izaguirre sprinting to gap for Molo and Foss in ninth and tenth. Simon Yates next across the line in 11th, shipping 2 minutes 37 to Bernal. He now leads GC by 2 minutes 24. Damiano Caruso is up to second for Bahrain Victorious, and Hugh Carthy climbs to third for EF Education Nippo at 3 minutes 40. Vlasov's now at 4.18. Yates slips to fifth at 4.20. Giacconi sixth at 4.31. Bardet up to seventh at 5 minutes and 2. And Martinez is at 7.17 and Foss at 8 minute 20. They are the only riders inside 10 minutes. Sagan keeps Imaglia Ciclamino into tomorrow's rest day, and Geoffrey Bouchard is now 29 mountain points ahead of Bernal in the Maglia Azura. Tomorrow, a rest day, a blessed rest day, and I expect we'll see some other riders heading home. Then, on Wednesday, all things being well, 193 kilometres from Canazai, descending into the Lacina Valley before tackling Paso San Valentino, 15 kilometres long at 8%. Down the other side, then straight back up the finishing climb of Sega di Alla and its 17% slopes. If the weather lets us. A quick glance over to Ronde van Limburg, 45k to go, though the lead group of three is now a lead group of two. More on that in a minute or so. So to the southeast of France for the inaugural edition of the Mercantor Classique Alpe Maritime. The first part of the race was cut from the original plan, removing the first climb of the day. So instead, the riders would ride out from saint sauveur Santigné over La Colmiane, I mean, that's no mean feat, to the base of La Coulée, and then hitting the Valberg. They'd cross the resort once, then back down the other side to the town of Guillaume, then all the way back up to the top of Valberg. From 172.9 kilometres down to 143 Broadcast pictures came around 40 kilometres in, despite an incorrect graphic on the overlay. A group of five riders with a gap going out over five minutes from the bunch. Those riders, Maxime Cam of B&B Hotels, David Orico of Vinizabu, Lucas Mailer of Team Vorlberg, Federico Bercio of Work Service Dynatech, and Angel Fuentes Paniego of Burgos. The bunch took a minute out of the leaders on the lower slopes of La Colmian. By the summit, the quintet's gap was down to 20 seconds, with a solo chaser in Total Direct Energy's Pierre Latour trying to bridge across. Orico first over La Colmian, and a wet descent began. Everyone came back together into the San Savornian Valley, and then attacks could begin afresh as the race hit Col de la Coulée. Roland Thaumann of Team Varoberg going solo off the front, 15 seconds ahead of a chase group of two dozen or so riders. Thalman's lead approaching a minute as he crested the climb and began rolling over to the resort of Valberg, but the chase group were attacking on a descent between the two, and contact was made initially by three riders bridging across to Thalman before the rest of the front group came back together. Anthony Perez of Cofidis and Matthias Frank of AG2R going ahead as a duo, they opened up a 35 second gap over the pre at Valberg, and now 27 kilometres awaited them, down to the bottom, then straight back up again. The duo extending their lead to almost a minute as they started to come back up, and Bruno Amiral of Groupama FTJ now solo off the front of the chasers in search of the leaders inside the final 10 kilometres. Aurelien Parat Pintra of AG2R Citron and Guillaume Martin of Coflis bridged over to him. Gap to the leaders 30 seconds at this point, and contact was soon made before Guillaume Martin sprung round his teammate Perez and dropped everyone else. Parent Pintra and Amiral chasing, and then Perez, Frank, and Jeremy Cabo of Direct Energy, who had come across a distinct third group on the road. 
at the Flamme Rouge, 1 minute 20 gap for Guillaume Martin, and he extended that to 1 minute 40 by the line. First win of the year for Guillaume Martin of Cofidis, Aurelien Parrot Pintra second for AG2R, out sprinting Bruno Amaral of Groupama FDJ. Then Perez, Frank, Salah, Cabo, Thalman, Anderson and Hanninen rounding out the top 10. More Action France comes on Thursday with two four-day stage races beginning. The Pro Series Bucels de la Mayenne featuring five World Tour teams, that's AG2R, DSM, FDJ, Cofidis and Intermarché. And also the point two ranked Tour de la Mirabelle, where we'll see Canyon, DHB, Sun God and Trinity Racing on the start list. And now we wait for Ronde van Limburg to finish. One thing beforehand, I can tell you that Kim Heiduck is the new German under-23 road race champion, with the Team Lotto Kernhaus rider winning the combined German, Swiss and Luxembourg road race at the Sachsenring circuit. And last but by no means least, to Belgium and dry roads in Limburg for the Point one Flanders semi-classic, just shy of 200 kilometres from Hasselt to Tongeren, taking in several local loops of climbs and cobblebergs for Ronde van Limburg. As coverage picked up with 80k of racing to go, and a three-man breakaway about to tackle the Comontberg for the first time. They were Cedric Buellens of Sport Flanderen, Brent van Moor of Lotto Sudel, and Sven Berger of Beat Cycling. Two minutes fifty ahead of the bunch. 60k from home, the gap down to two minutes as the front of the race passed through Manshoven. Three lots of pave as well as three climbs to go. Cedric Buellens was shed from the lead trio up the cobbled berg op de Kreise, which the race would loop back around to 40k later. Three riders now chasing Alex Coleman of Sport Flanderen, Frederick Backart of B&B Hotels and Jules Hesters of Beat Cycling. Time check with 40k to go. Van Moer and Berger with 12 seconds over the chase trio. Peloton at 32 and the front five riders merged shortly after that 40k banner. Two in the front group now for Dutch continental team Beat Cycling. Taking the bell, 32 kilometres to go, 21 seconds the lead for the quintet in the race that usually ends in a reduced sprint, mostly because half the field gets pulled as they enter that closing lap. Sven Berger dropping out of the lead group, leaving four. Chasing Dan Hall of SEG and Tom Paco of Bingo Powell's with Reese Wood of Canyon DHB trying to bridge across. 24k to go and heading towards a right-hander 180 degree hairpin into the Berktevel climb. Hesters was losing touch at the front, Coleman was caught by the chasers and they soon became a group of four, 25 seconds behind Van Moor and Backart, 40 seconds over the bunch. And while I typed that last sentence, Sven Berger suffered further misfortune, dropping out of the chase group now with a mechanical. Brent Van Moor distanced Frederick Backart over the day's final section of Pave. Behind him, the chasers were being mopped up, and with the day's climbing done, he was holding a one-minute gap to the bunch. Hall and Backart in the middle, and 12 kilometres to go to the finish in Tongeren. Under the 3k banner, Van Moor with a 27-second gap over the peloton. Teams are massing at the front for a sprint finish, but touch and go whether they would make the catch, Van Moor wrestling with his Ridley over a penultimate lump in the town centre. At 1,500 metres, down to 12 seconds that gap, and his teammate John Degenkolb primed and ready to go, to borrow a phrase from Carlton Kirby, in hot pursuit. Arkea Samsic and Canyon DHB amassing themselves to launch a sprint finish. And then the aerial shot showed a marshal crossing the road, and then a cutting to a TV moto, and Brent Van Moor being sent into a right-hand turn instead of straight on into town. A flagman seemingly indicating that right-hand turn 100 metres too early, perhaps the deviation for the race caravan, and Van Moor followed it. Arkea now leading out the sprint, but Tim Merlier using their two men to slingshot round the final left-hander and take it by a bike length.
Tim Mullier of Alperson Phoenix with his fifth win of the year and Alperson Phoenix's 12th of 2021. The other wins coming four from Matthew Vanderpool and three from Jasper Philipson. Dan McClay of Arkea Samsic second and John Degenkolb rounding out the podium third place for Lotto Sudal. Just one race taking place tomorrow, the first of six stages at the Women's Pro Series Lotto Turingen Ladies Tour. Seven of the nine World Tour teams are taking part, just missing Arle BTC and Team Bike Exchange. Trek Segafredo with a very strong squad, including Ellen van Dijk, Lizzie Dynan and Lucinda Brand. Amy Peters, Jolien de Hoor, Christine Majeras and Chantal van der Broek-Black among ST Works' lineup, whilst elsewhere on the start list. Tiffany Cromwell and Lisa Klein for Canyon Ram. Anna Henderson and Carlin Swinkles with Jumbo Visma, and there will also be German, Dutch and Belgian national squads. Continuare al riscalare la salsa mescolando fino a quando non si ha si araba abbastanza adensata di ricapire il dosso di un ciccaccio di legno. Toglietto dal fuoco e mettete da parte. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to QuickLink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news, results, opinion and chat. We'll be back tomorrow with another show, but in the meantime, you can hear all of our previous episodes at quicklinkpod.co.uk and find us across social media at quicklinkpod. If fantasy cycling is your thing, our Velo Games show league code is 57273217. Like and subscribe, rate and review, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye now.